Like this was his the last episode. Spoiler, <laughs> this dude. This was his last episode. Nah. We never have to worry about Pete ever again. Look, man. Isn't that what you both have, like always wanted? I would love for Pete to go away. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is you finally get your dream in this episode. He's never gonna be talked about ever again. Obviously, his eyes were wide open, blood spilling out. Should we play Mad World right now? <laughs> A million places. I just want to play Gears of War now. That's the only <laughs> thing that Mad World has, like, really... Are you kidding me? You don't remember that commercial? Oh, Whenever... right. yes. It was the first trailer the of first Gears of War. the first ever trailer of Gears of War. That's what it has truly stuck out to me. Damn, that's right. Yeah. I forgot about that one. Dude, that was a great commercial for a game. Like, it was... I can't even remember how many views it received. It was insane. Yeah, bro. The first one had me just turn on to Xbox a lot, too. I was barely into Xbox yes. because of Halo. Uh, Gears of War was such a big moment. And also, I think it premiered at the MTV Movie Awards. Wouldn't doubt it. If very MTV this, type if game. I got this correct, which if I do, that's very depressing at the same time. <laughs> But we're still gonna we're gonna roll with it. Yeah. So, Gears of War, huh? That's it's it really relates to our newest episode today, which is Visage. What? Wait. What? What? <laughs> so on. I think Shotgun of the Face probably would have related more to Gears of War than this episode here. This episode pretty much reminds me of last episode. Where we have a lot of twinning going on. Twinning, um, tomfoolery, you know, Mission Impossible, I got the mask on, I'm not Ethan Hunt type thing. You know? Sexy guest stars, hell yeah. Sexy guest Janice stars. Ian, Janice Ian, up for Ian. round two. Janice Ian is back again in this episode, uh, episode 11 to be specific. And Visage, of course, is the title. And she's back as Tina's, Tina Greer, if you remember Tina Greer from last season's episode, X-Ray, which I believe was, what, the fourth one? Yeah, with the, yeah. She was like four or five. Yeah. No, no, fourth one had to be cold, I thought. Heat. No, 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 that's cold. Yeah, you're yeah, cool, yeah. cool. Cool, cool. Sorry. No, hey, wait. You know what? We're going to have to go back. This is obviously already terrible from us. We don't even know our own season one. It's almost Pilot, like... Pilot, Metamorphosis, three is Hothead, four is X-Ray, five is cool. Five is cool? Okay. You know what? At least I was close with that. You kind of were. Yeah. At least I was kind of around in the same area. Usually, I'm just completely off and it would have been like number 11 or some shit. I would also say, I mean, Visage is a good title for this episode because, again, Tina Greer, if you remember her, her powers were that she could shapeshift, basically. She had the rare bone disorder disease when she was a child, had kryptonite experiments on her. Of course, they're known as meteor rocks right now, not kryptonite. So that made her be able to shapeshift her bones in very specific ways, I guess. Whoa, wait. Are you underselling the winner of best power of season one? Not underselling, dude. Just, there just is no, quick no, no, summary. It's no, no, like no. the spark notes. No, no, no. I need more passion behind the quick summary. I need you to say this was the be- the the on, award this. winning villain <laughs> superpower of last season, season one. <laughs> Tina, 
She is back. The obsession is here, everybody. We are going to get some girl-on-girl fighting. We are going to get some Pete dying. We're going to get some return of Whitney the douchebag. I'm there's a lot of things going on in this episode, but I'm so excited because just like last, there's so much teen drama. I am just loving it. We also even though it's a reoccurring player, finally have somebody who says, "Hey, look, I got my ability from Kryptonite." Shout out JTT next time tell us. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think they ever explain his powers. It's no, so they don't. They never do, and you call it that. Yeah, I was like, stupid. what is going on? And what's crazy about this, because when I was watching the episode, I was like, what's up with the timeline right now? It felt weird. Did it feel strange to you? Okay, because we got a lot of questions now. A lot but of things I do want to wanna clarify Ooh, already before we start. They had their winter break between last episode, Skinwalkers, and this one, because Skinwalkers aired... <laughs> November 26th. Okay, so you're and going out there. And Visage um, was after the break on January 14th. Okay, so do you want to then give the show that? Let's say it's two months then. Yeah. All right, so we'll it's say about, it's, it's a winter break, like a college winter break. Two months then from Kyla to here that we are going to have that separation that we're going to give them. That's right. All right, you know what? I'm still... There's some things to question still. Okay, but okay. At it least, makes it a little better. It does, it does, because I it like the two months. Better. I like the two months last. Because that my makes first it a lot. thing was when Clark just mentions, you know, Helen again, the doctor that Lex met last episode. And he's like, you've been dating her a while now. I'm like, you mean a week ago? But then I looked at the air dates. Hold on, and Big actually, break. I think she says, or he says, the amount of dates this episode. No, isn't it five? Hmm. I think they say a number of dates, and I think the number is five. If I recall, I could be wrong. But still, though. But that would be two months. No, to your point. Because if you're being like conservative here, and let's say she's a doctor. Like regular dating. Lex is schedules. a businessman. Scheduling, five dates, two months, that all lines up. It does. And then, of course, you have your phone calls in between. Yeah. Phone sex? <laughs> 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 God, if anyone st- <laughs> wanted to know though visage means someone's face and their proportional features and traits good one right still haven't told me what ryan means <laughs> well i'll tell you what this should have been called it should have been called tina it should be called like god yeah, let's just actually, do one, should have let's been just just do one word names for the name of the episode tina. and then it's just about whitney and you're like what? what? Like finally, it would have been so three fourths way in. You're like, oh, Tina. <laughs> now I get it. Stupid. You thought the initials of Tina like meant something like in the arm? It's an acronym. <laughs> yes. Yeah, the Marine Corps uses Tina as an acronym. <laughs> it means invisibility. Yeah, it means uh, disguise yourself, soldier. Hide. <laughs> oh, Tina. Tina, 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 Tina. It's <laughs> like, doing like baseball calls <laughs> over there right now. Yeah, it's a baseball call. But uh, again, this is the Somebody Save Me pa- Pot. Pad. Boy, it's a pad. It's a pad <laughs> gas. It's, <laughs> it's the Somebody Save Me Pad gas. We're going to get started now. <laughs> Alright, so should we just keep talking like we're from Boston? No, we're not going to talk like we're from Boston because the opening scene is too good for me to talk in an accent right now. Because what I do have is opening on the Talon, where it is Lana and Clark. They seem to have a problem. Pause it. It's leaking pipe. Pause it already. Is Lana an idiot? (laughs) 
it okay here's the other thing too if we're really like that concerned about the pipe if it really is that like big of a deal she would have called lex it would have been like some type of lex phone call here but obviously clark is just acting like that he can't fix something like this why why not even call john why would you joseph i am a 15 year old boy Lana, my crush, says, hey, I need you to come fix my pipes. I'm going to say, okay. And I'm going to run down there. I'm going to act like, oh, if I turn it this way, it's going to spill in our faces this way. If I twist it here, it's going to get worse. Ooh, drip, drip. I'm wet. And they both... Do you want to keep going or do you want to keep no, going? No, I'm done with the plumbing. <laughs> I was going to say. <laughs> but in the end, Clark is now twisting. It starts spraying them all over. Squirting. <laughs> Squirting. <laughs> hey, I need a wrench. Lana says, okay, I'll be right back. Clark then says, hey, I'm going to use my heat vision because nobody's around. I just fixed the pipe. Oh, no. He basically, like, what, welded it? Yeah, he pretty much fixed it all on his own. Who needs a plumber? That's what I mean. We don't need Jonathan. Instead, I need Clark in a white t-shirt right now, see-through, because he's all wet where Lana is okay. drooling. Okay. I'm dude. pausing right now because Lana is drooling. That's right. And you know what? This episode should have been like an extension of... It's actually the opposite of Heat, the episode. It's now called Wet. Yeah. This episode is titled Wet. I love this opening scene. Because it's a lot of wetness going around. Well, yeah. You have a lot of squirting. A lot of pipes and a lot of wet. What does that usually relate to? Splashdown. Usually relates to plumbing. Yes. Mm. Wait, splashdown? <laughs> like the water park? Yeah, we're in the splash zone, baby. <laughs> oh, no. Better bring my coat. You know how Top Gun had the Danger Zone song? Well, this is the splash zone, and it should have been playing this entire episode. Catch a wave, a new wave yeah. of fun at Splashdown. <laughs> And dude, yeah, Lana sees like it's a wet T-shirt contest. It's a but wet male T-shirt version, contest for male her. version at the talent, and Lana's like just staring up and down at Clark, like, oh my god. You know what's really funny too? Clark isn't really checking her out. No, I mean he's he really looks but down. But she's not even that wet. Well, he looks down and he's like, hey, can I have the towel? Yeah, because <laughs> he's dripping. He's like, okay, Lana, stop eyeballing me. Can I have the towel, idiot? Yeah, but shouldn't he want this? Shouldn't he pick up on this? Why can't he pick up on her kind of being able to hint at certain things? If he would have kissed her right there, she would have gone for it. Dude, remember what happened last episode. They've had a break. Remember he told her. Wait, wait, wait. We are friends. Nope, we are going to put what you just said on pause right now because I'm also going to backtrack a little bit where you said it's been a two-month period. So I'm going to allow that. So you saying that last episode, that's what they agreed on of just being friends? No, no, no. We've had winter break. Who knows? We may have had a movie night or two. Winter break is technically cuffing season. That's what I mean. It's also being able to like have a late night next to the fire. Ooh, I'm cold. Hey, let's cozy up. Mm. They live on a farm, or Clark does now. Yeah. yeah. She lives in the suburbs. Yeah, bro. I know. She's sold out. She ain't no horse girl now. Either way, we have now where Clark is just now describing his new neighbors. Yes. and Where Lana used to live. And that they have a new, I guess, tabby cat. It's a new red. It's a new tabby cat. Yes. They have a tabby cat. And he's not sociable with Clark. 
like you are maybe you should come over hint hint he's like begging her to come over and all he wants her to do is to agree to say okay yeah i miss the terrace i miss being able to see the moonlight instead she says i have to admit i do miss those sunsets (laughs) um you can't see the sun where you live hold on but clark is like yeah, the sky's not really the same when you see it alone. Hint, hint, please tell me you're coming over. <laughs> please just say it. I'm asking. No, dude. Playing hard to get, man. I see what he's doing, bro. He's being a, such a player, dude. No, 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 no. He should not be doing that. And then Lana <laughs> Lana shoots him down. It's getting late. Gotta go. Why? She just got done checking him out. Clark is inviting her. And it's a lot of back and forth. They're zigzagging here. Nothing is lining up with themselves. You know, you know what Clark's doing is that, you know, it's the girl you've always had feeling for. And I'm telling you, those don't really go away. You know what I mean? Like, if you like them once at one point, they're always going to be lingering, I feel like, you know? And in this case, it is for him, but he is, he did it to himself, too. Also, I mean, she called him a brother. Um, what if not only did she call you a brother, but every single time there's a new guy around, she'll never take your side? That's right. Then <laughs> if that happens over and over again, okay. would you then think about, hey, maybe I shouldn't want to be with her. Maybe I should finally find somebody new. Even if it's not Chloe, who he obviously hates now. Even if it's not her, he should be trying to look for somebody else. I get it. But are we still on the point? Kyla of- died. Are we still on the point from the brother's opinion, Jesse specifically, saying they deserve each other because they're idiots? No, no. I'm not I'm not there anymore with them deserving each other. And it's because at this point for this season, I'm sorry, folks, but Clark has been better than Lana. I feel like Clark may be a little bit too good for Lana. Ooh. Lana has been kind of misstepping here where she just won't tell Clark how she feels just because... He doesn't tell her the deepest, darkest secret of everything. Like that that's what this is. Constantly She's holding it against it. him for not saying that. Yeah. Women. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I love how he just throws those little flirting lines here and there because he's not you know, he still secretly wants it, bro. Yeah, and then she says, Hey, I gotta go put the wrench back. Hey, let's open this drawer and ruin the moment. You see this picture of Whitney? Yeah, the fake military photo. Let's just look at this together. By the way, he's who would have taken that photo? I'll tell you what. No one. That photographer, what was he, shooting for, like, models in the military? Hey, Sergeant, can you take a picture of me for my girlfriend back home? Okay, uh, Whitney's dead here. So whenever they're talking about, yeah, we're just still holding out. They sent back his personal belongings to us. No, he's missing. They sent back his personal belongings. Where is he missing exactly? Hey, bro, soldiers go AWOL, man. Let's also say it's January, right? He left in May, right? It's been nine months, right? But he hasn't months. immediately been missing. Okay. He wouldn't have been anywhere, period. <laughs> it would have been eight months of him in the military. He's still in training. Hmm. He's not doing anything. This was a big bunch of nonsense. He ran away. Maybe so. <laughs> but- I'm out of here. <laughs> this war sucks. <laughs> but- this, war, this war totally blows. They hopped it up too much. We also find out they sent back the necklace to her. Clark oh. immediately says, God damn it. <laughs> he like take he takes that quick turn. He's like, what? <laughs> he's, he's, Shit. Well, and 
he was like like dude that thing was long gone like that was history for him he was like man you know i haven't thought about that what necklace well what i love is that not only that she goes oh yeah and here's the box right here and Clark's like what are you doing no <laughs> he's like Seiko's like why would you know don't open it don't open it don't open it don't open it and then finally she opens it it's like he's like literally pissed off like secretly look well, at him he's, he's really like, like are you you're not gonna wear that like, right god damn it are you are you gonna wear Lonnie, that? you're not gonna wear that right <laughs> he's like he's like just holding himself together he's like Lonnie, you're not gonna wear that right <laughs> It doesn't feel right. I have to know that he's safe first before I can wear the necklace that has to do with my parents and nothing to do with Whitney because he didn't care about the necklace <laughs> and he thought of it as trash. Am I missing something? <laughs> I think Lana's missing something. Okay. There's a lot of like things that just bother me. I know, I know I like to nitpick, but there's a lot of freaking things here that piss hey, me off. I'm with you, man. Look. Either way. <sighs> There still should be a way for her to get through Whitney because according to Clark, if anybody can, Lana can. I still don't and know. And Whitney how, can get through it too. That's what how can you get to Whitney when he's missing? And but, we get a flashback scene from uh, Joseph Aukid Province, Indonesia. Why is this scene so amazing? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> the quality went like full like brothers in arms mode, bro. <laughs> Did they shoot this on like the behind enemy line set and nobody? This is like how Arrow used to look on the island, and that was obviously years later. They budget went up. They obviously did this to just show that he's in the war and he's with his troop. Somehow they got separated. They are now on the run. Explosions are happening everywhere. Again, the effects are insane. I'm yeah. pretty sure I just saw a guy explode. <laughs> the guy who was talking shit saying, Whitney, if I hear anything about horses and lawn again, I'm going to kill you. They are now running through the water together. Explosion happens that just blew up the guy talking shit. Whitney is turning back trying to save that guy. I don't know why he's an asshole. We should have just left him to die. Dude, brothers in arms. Yeah, you know what happens when your brother's in arms? You know what happens? Big explosion. You both die together now. Congratulations, Whitney. Shouldn't have saved the douchebag. Hey, man, sometimes, you know, he relates, bro. He was the douchebag first. What? What? He was talking about just his home life. Okay. And that guy then No, I'm used... talking about like Whitney himself was a douchebag before that before the army. So you're saying that Whitney just tried to pull a Clark right there that no matter what I have to do the right thing? Yeah. He did st he did start looking up to Clark a little bit later on. Okay, without any spoilers, without any spoilers whatsoever. So don't try to ruin it for all of our audience, Joseph. Okay. I have a, I have a question. Is that scene real? See, that's what I was thinking. Maybe it's just, I don't know if it's like the writers or the producers, whatever, just throwing it at us to show us, oh, this is what really led up to Whitney missing. And that's the last we, I guess, are going to see of that. Or, well, I guess, how could it be fake? I, that's that's really why I'm asking. That's why I'm asking you if you thought it was real. I put too many scenarios in my head. I need you to be able to guide me here. All right, I'll uh, let me ponder because once we get no, no, the, yeah, yeah, we get once better. We get the reveal, it. you know, later on in the story, we can we can talk about that. Okay, I'm gonna write that down actually, just so I yeah, yeah. It. Make sure you save that thought because it it really did bug me all the way up until the big reveal. I was like, well, wait. So if that was the case, what was the point of that? And if that was the case, was that even real? Mm hmm. Hmm. Interesting. It is very interesting because he's he's actually been confirmed missing for a little while. Has he not? I don't know. 
I think I think it happens in Kyla's. Okay, well then it's been two months. Two months. That's pretty lengthy for someone who's missing. No, it's actually very long. That's what I mean. They've and already sent back out the perfect. Actually, now if we're going with the obviously their break there, that works out perfect. Because if it really is about two months, he's missing. All right, that's kind of worrisome. Yeah, bro, that's sixty days, and that's why they sent back his belongings. He's dead. Accept <laughs> it. You don't say. Don't worry. If anybody can find him, it's you. No, he's gone forever. But now we are opening after our commercial break here, up at Smallville High. Apparently, Chloe and oh my Pete God. have the biggest problem I've ever seen high school students have in my life. About Alexander Graham Bell stealing the phone idea. Okay. Um, listen. And this- it was... Oh, no, that's the teacher. Never mind. Who was it? They said... They, it says Bell snaked somebody else's invention. Yeah. Which, by the way, this was a known thing. Because what you also have to think about for back then where it was all these inventions that were happening. Think about today's world with all the patents and everything. It's all about who gets there first. Mm -hmm. That's all this is. It's the same thing with back then. So all these inventions of, oh, this person made it. They they may have not been the original creator. They may have just been the one that we were using today. There's cases where people make their own version of it, but it's better. Than yeah. the original. You know what I don't do when I'm in high school, though? Is, cry about it. Yeah, I'm not going to cry about it to my friends, where my friends are actually going to take it seriously and enable me to be able to act this way. Chloe's even like, you know, I'm just I'm just as distraught when I found out Betsy Ross didn't even design the American flag. She was, like, my, she, she was my role model. No, she was just and then some Lana, seamstress. What? And then Willana Buds is like, Betsy Ross was your role model where did she come from it's almost like she was just waiting at the stairs just waiting to shoot in just kind of like holding her folders like where are they she just reminded me of angela in the office just sneaking up behind dwight and going oh shit shit. (laughs) that's exactly she came out of nowhere but seriously chloe's reaction to now the betsy ross of her even trying to defend it of course lana she was my hero she was supposed to be an inspiration for women everywhere one thing, she was glorified. The next, just a seamstress. Chloe, calm down. And Pete even then consults her afterwards, wrapping his arm around her, being like, it's going to be okay. Let's go. What? Yeah, and that's our first hint of a theme here. Um, What's the theme? Uh, Crying that, about it? That their heroes are getting defamed or defrocked. Because that is that's what's going to happen thing. with Whitney this episode. I just have a question for everybody out there. If you're ever going to be asking a girl out and like wanting to do something fun, do you invite her to go to Grandsville and to set up at your mother's produce station? And that's supposed to be your Saturday as a good time? Is that... Is that this, is, this is to your point earlier. It's that, a small town, Taylor. They have no fun to do other than that or a movie theater or Talon. Hey, you want to hang out at my mother's booth, Lana? No! <laughs> Yo, I got a kissing booth. We could hit a... No? I was thinking maybe we could hang out. And Lana is completely just questioning it because all she's wanting to do is think about Whitney. Where I'm... she's even saying... I'm not sure. I'm going to pick up extra shifts at the Talon. Listen, Lana, just because Whitney's dead doesn't mean you can't have fun anymore. <laughs> That's basically what close. Oh, dude, I got so many summarizations with what they say in this episode. <laughs> Again, he's missing, but Clark does basically say, you know, just because Whitney's missing, you could still have fun. And Lana's like, 
You're right. <laughs> so she, you'll go? She started thinking about his wet t-shirt again. She's like, wait, if we go somewhere, he might get wet again. Yeah, now she's thinking of eggplants at the produce booth. The emojis? No, the produce booth in Grandsville, because that's what we're doing on Saturday, because that's date. Look, Can't wait look, to show you my new magic trick. Look how happy they are, and look how fast it's going to get ruined. Okay, and the entire high school does Taylor a favor where <laughs> they clear the floor for this man they to walk. clear which... the damn high school okay. floor and hallway. Tell me they wouldn't do this, though. I oh, think this would sure. be like something that people would do. If they saw that Lana was at the end, they'd be like, oh, shit. That's Whitney. He's been missing. Okay. This is unbelievable. <laughs> and Lana drops all her stuff because she's seeing Whitney in uniform walking down to come see her. And she's like, <gasps> and Clark is like, fuck. Clark is like, this can't be real. This is a dream. This is a dream. Wake up, wake up, wake up. <laughs> Dude, Clark is a serious powder with this. Like, oh, Clark at the start of this is awful. Let's just be very, very clear that Clark is just terrible, but Lana and Whitney are hugging. They are having just an emotional embrace. Everybody at school goes back to their routine. Yep. And Clark is left there where Lana's stuff is on the ground, and he's supposed to pick that shit up. <laughs> and instead, he looks down, and he says, I'm not doing that. Yeah. Clark's Hell, yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah, I wouldn't pick that shit up either. <laughs> But, dude, yeah, so Lana and Whitney embrace. This and is then, the best part now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so here we go to the Kent house. Guess who's still pouting about after the whole day, I guess, at school. He's still he's pouting at, like, the support beam in the Kent house in the kitchen. And everyone's just looking like, well, what's wrong, Clark? You all right? It's like, it's like well, no, John. Hey, yeah, is it? Uh, I can't believe that Whitney's back. Uh, Mrs. Foreman should be so excited. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> what john's like why do i get the impression you won't be the grand marshal at whitney's homecoming parade look i'm happy okay i really am okay clark whoa you are not happy. pump the brakes let's pump okay. the brakes he was presumed essentially dead at one point here yeah and you can ease up a little bit my only real argument towards Clark's point is he's only been gone for eight months. If he was really missing, he was terrible at what he was going to be doing. <laughs> it's two months, dude. Remember? What's no, no. Saying? Eight months from when Whitney left. Oh, when he was been only gone. Yes. He's been gone. That's gotcha, what gotcha, I gotcha. mean. Whitney okay. coming back and missing for that long? Because if he was missing for two months, meaning he was only there for six months. Damn. Six months of training? Hmm. Six months of training. No wonder he went missing. Then he comes back as if he's supposed to be a hero. Yeah, what did he? What did he? What did he save? He didn't do anything. But Clark, <laughs> Clark still says. Wait, wait. Tell me though, would you be mad that he's still alive and back? No. Would you pout? Hold on, hold on. Would you pout a little bit? I would be upset on the inside. I would never show my poutiness like what Clark is doing. Yeah, because then you don't show this. This is bad. Because you don't you're look a, good. You're, you're very much looking selfish. <laughs> well, Joseph, it's then like, Clark, you kind of look like an asshole because it's then you're going to go save somebody, then come back and say, well, look, I'm a good person. But seriously, I really wish that guy was dead. Yeah. I don't He know. tied me up in the field and left me to die. <laughs> so I get what you're coming from, I guess. Wit, But... But no, because Whitney asked him before he left, hey, Clark, I need you to be able to look out for Lana. So this should be A-OK. -okay. 
right? They should be now Clark able to talk to Whitney now, being like, hey, this is what's been going on. I want to catch you up. They they haven't gotten closer than what they were when Whitney has left here. Yeah. Have I they mean, gotten closer, really? No. Nah. And by the way. I know this sounds selfish, but what? This is the funniest thing I've ever heard, too. <laughs> Because he thinks that this is complicating things because him and Lana were then getting closer. No, they weren't. They were not at all. Yeah, what? And what, because she eyeballed you with your wet shirt? And what's great about it is Martha then responds, Clark, it's okay. Before Whitney left, weren't they already broken up? Or after he left because she made the video, aren't they now broken up? Yeah, I thought they were, but now she's throwing him a party at the talent. She threw one for Ryan, Clark. <laughs> Gave him a kiss, though. So she likes Ryan. She's putting out. She's putting out. <laughs> Anytime she makes a party, she's putting out. That's what he's upset with. <laughs> All of Clark's points are god-awful. They're terrible. And I love John here. He's like, and you're going, right? I don't know if I can stomach seeing them together again. Even John's like, Clark, you Dumbass, he risked his life for our country. Just go, you for suck it up. six months, he was away <laughs> honoring our flag. He was doing his duty as an American for six months. And can I just say this? I want to talk about the real victim in this. Episode. By the way, it's a long one, folks. Again, sorry. Yeah, the victim really is the mom. Mrs. All right, so yeah, we're gone Foreman. from the Ken house. Yes, gone on the next We are scene. now at the Fordman house with Mother Dude. Fordman making some nice cookies for Lana and um, Whitney. She's, She's lost her husband, and presumably she lost her son, who has now returned after everyone's believed she, they This have is gone traumatizing. Missing. Oh my God. It's so messed up. There is no way she's okay after this episode. I feel so bad for her. Everybody else can go to hell compared to Mrs. Foreman. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> so, okay, so Mrs. Foreman's like so happy her son's back, made some milk and cookies for the for the kiddos here. They're just catching up and Whitney is is this is this our establishment of his story now of like explaining, I guess, how he came to be back and all this. Well, kind of, but this is more of him being obsessed with her, just constantly saying, Lana, you're the only thing I thought about. You're the only thing that kept me going. Like, Lana. For six months? I'll, all I did was think about you. And he completely mm -hmm. leads in for a kiss as if nothing has happened. Lana is so confused about what he's even trying to pull right now. Whitney starts freaking out. What is it? What's going on? Whitney, do you even remember the video letter I even sent? Uh, video letter? What? Huh? What did you... What did it say? I love, don't you love their picture right in the back in this frame? Yeah. Well, again, she thought he was missing. I allow Mrs. Foreman's house to look however the hell it is. I allow her to act however the hell she wants to this episode. She deserves it. Damn, is that an urn? Is that Papa? Papa Foreman? <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'm about God. to cry, Dude, bro. Dude, she is... <laughs> she is mourning. She is the real victim here. <laughs> But right. Whitney is still confused about the video message. All Lana has to do is to be able to tell him she doesn't. But Whitney then reveals, well, there is something that did happen to me with my platoon. When we were ambushed, I have gotten to an explosion. Memory and loss. Memory, some memory loss. And they don't know if it'll come back. So Lana was about to drop the bomb that, of course, the video letter that she sent, you know, several episodes ago was the breakup video. Yes. But, of course, he's claiming he don't remember anything. So he's under the assumption that they were still together when he left. 
Remember, though, he just told that story of his platoon being... And we have the scene of the explosion. of the explosion. And he says that scene caused the memory loss. Mm -hmm. So remember, that is this Whitney's story here. All right. How would they know that? Okay, okay. But continuing, Lana is still a little confused because she doesn't know what she should do, whether or not tell him, whether or not be with him. We are now opening up to the Lex Mansion. And Joseph, are you going to explain your boy here? (sighs) Yes. (laughs) (laughs) We were at the mansion. And Lex already looks like he's ready for like an appointment, like really kind of disgruntled and angry. He looks annoyed. And so we have Helen... Uh, what, what's her Bryce? Bryce. Bryce. Dr. Helen Bryce. Bryce. Of course, they've been dating. When last episode of Skinwalkers, they officially started to date or whatever. And so she came in for, you know, dinner date because they had a date going on. And of course, Lex pulls his things like, how long you been working for my father? And I was like, oh my God, another Victoria. Oh my God. Oh my God. And here's my issue with that is Lex has the perfectly good uh, reasoning to be able to just throw those pictures out. Perfectly good reasoning. Where Dr. Bryce says, you know what? You had me followed? I had my father followed. Okay, what were what were you doing with my father? That's what I asked. I didn't ask, hey, how did I get these photos? Let's ask me a question with a question. That's not what I was doing this for. Tell me why you were with him. Dr. Bryce. But she doesn't. She she doesn't. Because Lex even asked again, how long have you been working for him? She is so disgusted by the question. And she even says, oh, took me five dates to figure out. So we do have, yes, I was right on the number. Five dates, yeah, good shit. And even Lex even pulls this card. I was like, I saw 100K go into your bank account that was wired from Luthacorp. You what checked, the hell? You checked my bank account? That's still not what I asked you, <laughs> Helen, to start the conversation. What is going on? Just answer why you were with my father. Toddy tot. Like a toddy tot. <laughs> well, and she goes, well, Lex, I then had to run an entire background check over you. Treating orphan children does not wonder of your conscience. Who are you, Lex? Yeah, that was... Uh... Um, that was a little aggressive from Lex. Who cares? It's like what he even says. Someone who's been burned by the opposite sex. So tell me, why does a Harvard-educated woman who has the integrity accept a six-figure sum to spy on a man? Oh, by the way, spy on a man she claims she- to have feelings for. This may be the meanest thing I've ever heard. Yeah, and it's like... First of all, why I don't it- recall claiming anything of the sort. Oh, that's why I wanted to cut you off because that's the meanest thing I ever heard. Not what Lex said, what Dr. Bryce said. <laughs> and it is because, because yes. um, yeah, you really don't know if it's claiming the money or claiming the feelings, but it's like, ooh. So, yeah, with Helen here, it's like, just answer the question. Why not answer the question, clear yourself up because does it not look mad suspicious? Is it just me? All I'm saying is she completely meant the feelings part in order to throw in his face because the moment she does do that, look at his reaction. Look at it. And second... (laughs) (laughs) It's as if if he goes, how did this get flipped? How did I just lose? I just had the upper hand. (sighs) Call my father. I need this cleaned up. (laughs) But yeah, so Helen goes basically more with the mean here. It's like, if you're going to 
If you think I'm going to put up with your pathetic, paranoid attempts at invading my privacy, I'm out of here. You're even more arrogant than everyone thought you were. Hey, Helen, thanks for answering the question. So we got nothing accomplished because you would not answer from the start. What were you doing with my father? Why are you not answering just this answer question? question dog. That's like, all I'm asking you to do. Like, just answer the question. But so we go to the Sullivan house. We got Lana checking out some clothes spots. Whitney's Letterman in the fucking closet. She's gonna get cozy, right? This is disgusting to so me. So wait, wait, we're gonna pause it real quick because oh, you gotta pause here. Yeah, no, 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 because this is her idea of having a sexy night with Whitney. She's just gonna wear the Letterman. That's it. Wait, no, no, you're saying that she's gonna have like, she's gonna do something with Whitney? No, I refuse to believe that. Not with how she dis- how disgusted she was whenever he tried to lean in for a kiss. Why do you think she's having such a hard time putting on something to wear because her idea is killer? No, I think Chloe sets this up. In a way, I think Chloe feeds her this idea in order to once again further Lana away from Clark. Because if Chloe ever has to deal with Lana and Clark being in a relationship together, I'm not sure if she's going to be able to take it. She's probably just going to leave like her mom. Hmm. I think it's a correlation. Maybe a that's Chloe correlation. Maybe that's why her mother left. Is that her lover was probably Jonathan, and she saw Jonathan Dude. go with Martha. Where then she had to eventually break away. It's the same thing with how Nell felt about Jonathan. Jonathan was the cream of the crop, apparently. Big cream. <laughs> Big cream of the crop. Wait, what? You're so right. <laughs> so yeah, so Lana's just trying to decide, you know, what That's to wear. That's not what I meant. Because she's going <laughs> to go meet Whitney again, I guess. Yeah, no, well, they're the throwing party. the party yeah, for the right. town. He thinks we're still a couple because even Chloe brings up like, oh, what about that Dear John video roast? Um, <laughs> dude, Chloe, Burn. that's what I love about Chloe. She'll like throw these little burns and roasts like in between sentences. And it's like no one reacts to it. But as the viewer, it's like no one's going to say shit. She just roasted you. She well, just roasted you. She's like, oh, what about that gross Dear John video you sent to him? He doesn't remember that. Oh, well, you know what? Uh, he still thinks that we're a couple. That's kind of awkward. Yeah, Lana, you should probably stop that. Yeah, you piece of shit. You should probably, <laughs> if you don't want to be with him, stop it. It's not that hard. And not keep trying to lead him on. Because that's what I mean, is that even Chloe makes the comment, could Lana Lang be falling for the man in uniform? Wh- what? Yeah. What it's... about anything that has transpired? You even made the comment about the Dear John video. What has happened to make you think that that's going to occur? You know... Lana even said, why would you say that? But of course, Lana just... <laughs> why would you say that? Why does she do it in a giggle? She should have been like, why the hell would you say that? Um, Lana doesn't know anything. <laughs> she thinks she is just, you know... A big old genius of sparing the feelings and hurt of everyone. Chloe, I just think this is going to be more of a Florence Nightingale type of scenario. And what, now that he's back, are you having those feelings again? Well, now that he is back, I some of these feelings are starting to come back towards me. Hence, is that why there's the 45-minute wardrobe malfunction? You know what? The thing with Whitney is that what you see is what you get. There's no secrets. There's no mysteries. <sighs> Glad you brought that up. What the hell? 
Unlike so, hold on, hold on. Before you go on, Chloe. Unlike someone we know. What the hell? <laughs> if we recall, yes, we're maybe at a two-month break. I get it, month and a half, whatever it was. Your lives were saved multiple times, not just last episode, by Clark Kent. He established firmly with both of you, what the hell? Treat me better. We're just friends, yes? Cool. See you around. We're still talking shit about him? Hold on. You're also missing another episode there, too. Clark was dating somebody else, and Clark actually lost her to an emotional death. Granted, she was a wolf, and she was a white wolf, she was. Yes. But emotional, nevertheless, where she did end up dying. Both women saw this. They should be... Nobody should be talking shit about Clark. Not behind his back right now. Nobody, unless Chloe is once again, like what I said, Steering. planting the seeds. Yes. I'll go with that theory all day because what the hell? There was I no felt reason. bad. I was like, dude, Clark... Oh, my God. Well, but, my guy just sits there fixing pipes, bro. Well, and it's also, too, with Lana. Yeah, what you see is what you get from Whitney. Yeah, an asshole, Lana. Yeah, he sucks. Yeah, there's not, like, what you see is what you get. I don't know if you remember get. the whole first season, Lana. But um, he tied your best friend. Hold on, and didn't tell you. Yeah, in the field. So that's it's not a, a secret. It's a prank, Lana. It's a prank. <laughs> he lost your necklace. Lost your necklace. Didn't tell you. Mm-hmm. Got a tattoo. Didn't tell you. Didn't tell you was about robbing people. Didn't tell you about his father's emotional uh, disease. Yeah, what you what you see is what you get. You know who helped him tell his secrets? Clark. Clark. <laughs> <laughs> and they shit on him together. I don't get it. Dude, I, don't get I got it. nothing for that. Chloe has been just not my fan. I'm not a fan of Chloe at all this season. It's just unbelievable. There is just no need to be able to shit on him. Uh, we have a little bit of a slight kind of question though with this next scene because now that we have clark running into the town it's the welcome home party for whitney pete then starts bringing up because we see pete chloe talking with lana and whitney oh my God. they start talking about oh hey uh so whitney uh, have you been catching some of the football games have you been doing <laughs> this with some of the stats and whitney is completely oh nah i don't really pay attention i'm not I'm into not, football these days not interested in football he looks at lana and starts rubbing her back Strike one, Whitney. Strike, strike one. No, strike one was reaching for the kiss. No, no, because I'm still going to go also, with Also, the... get curved, Whitney. <laughs> Lana Clark curved him so bad. Yeah, if only she would have just told him, hey, we're not together. Hey, what? what? Hey, back up. We broke up. We're not together. You see how easy that was, Joseph? Very easy. Instead, it's, oh, I'm not ready. Hey, uh, Whitney, get Do away. Do you see the difference, by the way? Do <laughs> you see the difference in the two? Hey, we're broken up. Don't touch me versus I'm not ready. Whoa. See the difference? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So when Whitney says he's not into football these days, even Pete gives him a weird look. He's like, okay. Well, Chloe uh, has to pull her Chloe self out saying, hey, let's set up an exclusive interview because you've been gone for six months. I would love to know about your military experience and you coming back. He's been gone for a total of eight months months he was in the military for six months this is insane no 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 it's really cool what heroes welcome what story are you going to write why did you run away from basic oh, training they're just gonna talk shit about clark dude <laughs> what do you mean chloe just says i'm an interview just to say so let me tell you what clark's been doing with lana yeah yeah guess this 
And guess what's been happening? You'll never guess, Whitney. Remember how that promise he kept you? Didn't last. <laughs> Didn't last at all. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, yeah, he's actually... I walked in on them kissing. Yeah, straight up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Did he you took know her that? out, and then he left with another girl. It was crazy. Oh, but then he just started making out with her at the town in front of everybody. Yeah. And she went along with it. And he even yelled, Screw Whitney's promise! <laughs> so, tell me, since I'm a reporter, how do you feel about that? <laughs> <laughs> or she pulls a slight and starts making out with him during the interviews like Ian from last uh, from Dichotic. Yeah, I wish... I wish Ian was in this episode, too. <laughs> oh, my God. If we had somehow this team up, this team up. <laughs> Look, your face even says it all. This team up of Ian. Double Trouble and I know what I X-Ray, said. dude. Oh. That would be a killer team. That would be. Because she could be a third Ian. Oh, my God. Because then you'd really know who's the real Ian. And it would truly. Because <sighs> you know Tina wants to be a boy. By the way, this is my theory now. I'm going to start it soon. <laughs> By the way, spoiler. Well, I told them Tina's back. That's true. I told them. You did say. It says it in the in the stupid description, like little spoiler. <laughs> no, we have to wait till we get to it. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, no, that'd be a killer team because then, yeah. Because no, just seriously though, I will uh, go with the that theory. That would be great. Tina, I believe, is a transgender at this point. She identifies as a male. Wouldn't it be cool if then somehow you transfer Ian's ability to leech? And then Leech was able to do it too. So then you have like multiple people. They would be able to create an army together. That'd be a killer army. That would be great. They'd be running the town. They could kill Clark. Oh, he'd be dead first thing. I mean, how's it? Oh, this is Leech going to get the powers. And finally, I don't think Ian would struggle getting those girls over the bridge. Oh, hell no. <laughs> hell no, not anymore. <laughs> He's got multiple hands now. Yeah, no more shoving match. <laughs> yeah, no more tickle fights, bro. <laughs> So Pete walks away with Chloe and Clark comes uh, up. and yeah, Clark comes up and the football guys take Whitney away to go be some bros for a little bit. And so uh, Lana's immediately it. like, so listen, Clark, about Saturday. And he already knows. Clark just knows like, it's cool. You don't have to say anything. Clark completely accepts it. You know what I love is when the football team takes Whitney away, they apparently only want to talk to him for about three seconds. Yeah. Because Whitney heard everything. What's going on Saturday? He's, he's like getting dragged away. He's like, Saturday? What? Wait, get off me. By Did he way, kill the football team? Uh, Whenever Lana then says nothing, Clark's like looking at Whitney. Yeah, well, why don't you just tell him that you were going to go help, go help with Clark's Martha's booth? mom's booth booth at because the that's not out of the norm clark has helped lana has he not um they were friends before whitney no, left dude that never happened what was going on and what am i missing here where they're actually agreeing together right now to lie meaning apparently the produce booth means sex <laughs> <laughs> produce <laughs> Yeah, it's very Lana. There's no not... point. There's no point for them to lie. Yeah, and they so clearly Whitney's already up to like, oh, is this some weird lie? He's like, so I'm guessing the two of you spent a lot of time together while I was gone, huh? No, no, Clark and I are just friends. We're just friends. Ha ha ha. Friends. And then yeah, and then Whitney's like, I'm gonna get some punch, and maybe. 
maybe go bash the bathroom wall right now because of how angry I am. And he's just looking at himself in the mirror. He's like, how could I have been so stupid? When he's now in the bathroom, just he breaks the bathroom stall door and throws it at the front door, I guess. And Clark walks in. And Clark's reaction is, dude, I got to fix that. (laughs) Dude, what the hell? What the hell? What are you doing? Whitney, you good? Dude, I just fixed the pipes two nights ago. Now I gotta fix the door. What's then, your deal? <laughs> and Whitney's mean is like, so what's going on between you and Lana? Is this about the microwave <laughs> when I came to fix it up? Dude, he's like, Clark's just like, dude, nothing. I kept your promise, man. I, I, I swear I did it. He's like, I looked out for her. That's it. He's like, yeah, you're oh, a real yeah. class act, bro. Oh, Guess yeah. what? Trying to steal my girl? Yeah. Well, that's not going to happen. And then Clark's like, well, yeah, never mind all that. How'd you do that to the door? Dude, do you see the door? (laughs) There's a lot of things that I can do, Clark. You stay away from Lana. Dude, the door! (laughs) Bro, he's, yeah, he's real upset about that door. He bent the shit out of that door, and Clark's immediately like, what the hell is up with Whitney? And so... Next day at school, Clark goes up to Lana and talks to her. And he's like, hey, oh. hey, I need to talk to you real quick, Lana. Yeah, you need to pause it right here. Um, Yeah, because there's a lot of things wrong here. I, um, um yeah. So, <laughs> Clark comes up to Lana. Immediately is like, hey, Lana, I need to talk to you about something. And he is, and what does she say? She's like, uh, no, I think it's like <sighs> no need to apologize right now. No, no, she says something like, Whitney told me what happened. Yeah, it's like, Whitney, no, too late. I already been told what happened by Whitney. It's like, oh, okay. It's like, yeah, he walked in on you, tearing apart the bathroom, said you were in a jealous rage about me. And then you told him to stay away from me. Okay, so let's go backwards here. Uh, two months. Two episodes. Uh, two, so two months. Two, three months. Yeah. Two and a half months. Let's say that. With Ian, uh, who we were just talking about, JTT, the man. Mm-hmm. Um... Didn't we run into this same, same exact problem? Yeah, because even after Clark hears that, he goes, what? No, he's lying. That was like, no, it's reverse. It's completely reverse. Clark's face isn't like freaking out. No, I would never. Instead, it's, what the hell are you talking about, dumbass? <laughs> no. Dude, and it's the exact same scenario. It's just like, and she's like, I just can't believe you. I can't believe what you did. It's like, bro, what? And the thing is, they just got done talking about it with Ian. I, we're not going to stop treating me like the ex-boyfriend, considering none of us have even dated yet. Stop treating me like this person that's the bad guy. After everything he's been through, you're going to call him a liar now? He's been in and training Clark- <laughs> for six months. He hasn't done anything. Clark's reaction is so good. He's just like, what the hell? Did we not just go over this? Like... Is this deja vu? It's deja vu. Is that what it's a glitch in the matrix right now? He's really confused. Was this a dream I had the other day? It's like what the this happened before, right? Maybe dichotic was just a dream. But we're gonna get away from that. Lana's just been dumb. She's gonna be more dumb later. I can't wait. (laughs) And so we go back to the Fordman house, and someone pulls up. Looks like a soldier. And Whitney's at the window upstairs like, oh, what the hell? I'm angry. I'm angry about this soldier. So we have a ma'am. I'm Lieutenant McNulty, United States Marine Corps. May I come in? 
Miss Foreman, like, yeah, sure, of course. Because she probably thinks, what, it's a friend of his? Well, yeah, I, well, and she even says, oh, are you just here in order to talk to Whitney? He's upstairs. Yeah, and he's like, what? What, what, are, you, what are you talking about, ma'am? And Whitney comes in, and he's like, what's up, Lieutenant? Um, there must be a mistake. Oh, my God. This scene is so hardcore yeah. because... Dude, it took a turn right here. Yes. Because even the, the, the lieutenant or whatever, the sergeant, whatever he is, already says, like, well, ma'am, I'm, there must be some mistake because, like, my according to my superiors, like, as soon as he's about to spill the beans, Whitney goes full-on slugfest mode, bear Jew persona. Bro, he bashes that man's head with the baseball bat in front of Mrs. Fordman, who has been the victim this whole time because clearly... This is not Whitney. Now, uh -huh. Whitney may be get, getting this angry, but it's like, that's that. Mm, that's not Whitney, bro. I need somebody to check on Mrs. Foreman after this episode. She just believed that her son returned. Yeah. Where then she sees her son bash a man's skull in. Fellow where, soldier. Where then she, the man's face, Whitney's face, is covered in just blood. Yeah. It is just full-on psychopath crazy ass uh the mother is completely scarred for the rest of her life that now not only does she have to think about that her son is not alive obviously but now her last memory is her son looking like a murderer bashing a soldier's skull in she is the real victim in this entire episode i hope she gets the help that she deserves because i don't think it's going to be in smallville we need to call the luthers and get her to metropolis yeah, bro, it's like Mrs. Fordman is going to be going through some things for a while. Yes, I I don't know if she's going to be able to make it through. And I really hope that they turned her into like uh, the alternate universe. I'm trying to think. Oh, Flashpoint. Flashpoint's uh, Bruce Wayne's mother. Yeah. And how she became Joker after Bruce Wayne died in the alley, she then wipes the blood on her face to match the smile. I think that's what Mrs. Foreman would be turning into after witnessing everything. Uh, you're probably right. That, like, <laughs> At least maybe birthing the Joker. Maybe she wanted to get another baby in. Uh, you know what I want to get to, though, on the very next scene here? Trespassing. Because uh, that's what I think this needs to be all about. Lana, what are you doing? You do not own these horses anymore. I Am I wrong? I in so long. And Winnie's just staring at her. Just, it's like, yeah, we are breaking and entering? Trespassing? She doesn't own this farm anymore. They sold it to the neighbors. Clark was talking about the tabby cat. Mm -hmm. the, why is she going to see these horses? Who's paying for them? Yeah. Um, not you. Nell's gone. Mm-hmm. And then, and, and so now Whitney's, of course, Whitney's like, you know, again with basically, like, I'm so in love with you. You're so beautiful, blah, blah, blah. Hey, you're wearing your necklace. Yeah, I knew you were safe now, so I'm wearing a... I, they send it back to me whenever you went missing. Whitney then, it's what? still crossing, like, the line of maybe it could be Whitney, because he's like, well, why can't I remember those things? Mm -hmm. It's very good acting here from him, yeah. where I'm starting to believe, well, it could go either way. But Lana's still trying to reason with him, saying, I know this could be hard for you. What's important is now that you're alive and you can get back to allowing the people that care about you to look out for you. Mm -hmm. Lana, I've been thinking, now that Nell's gone... Maybe, maybe we could move in together. Um, I, I don't... Um, Whitney, we can't move in together. 
Well, why not? It's the perfect time. I'm 20 years old. You're 15 years old. <laughs> this is about Clark, isn't it? <laughs> what is that? <laughs> and then she goes, look, no, because I, I want to keep yeah, going. Yeah. I told you, Clark and I are just friends. He's got secrets, Lana. What kind of secrets? You should be careful because he's not who he seems. And she's like, how do you know? Can we stop talking about Clark already? I actually, I saw the scene a little differently. Oh, did you? Uh, you know how I saw it? Oh, Clark has secrets? Tell me, tell me, tell me. How do you know those secrets? Tell me, <laughs> tell me, tell me. That's how I took it. I took it as long of being like... She's like, so he does. <laughs> exactly. What secrets? And then he's like, John, look, can we stop talking about Clark? You brought him you up. You brought him up, you weirdo. So tell me, tell me, tell me. Yeah, so about those secrets you said, Whitney, um... What are they? <laughs> yeah, you, yeah. The so basically, yeah. So that's Taylor's point of view on that. But Whitney legitimately says, can we stop talking about Clark even though he brought him up? So weird. And he's, he's just like, I just want to be with you all the time. Why can't we move in together? Please, just love me. I want to be with you, 15-year-old. <laughs> I'm 15. Uh, okay. Well, I don't see the problem with that. Yeah, what's the deal? <laughs> I'm an adult. You're not. <laughs> I'm I, your guardian now. I can adopt you. <laughs> yeah, he can adopt her. <laughs> yeah, he Lana can... is still completely confused on why he is asking these things, where she, in a way, is kind of bothered and disturbed, where she turns away, Whitney's still looking psychotic, look like he hasn't even gotten sleep soon. We are cutting down to the next scene, where it's Clark and Lex playing some pool. So he finally let him play with him. Well, as you can see by Clark's shot, this is why he's not allowed to play with him. It's a terrible shot where the four ball was going nowhere near the hole. Good God. I would try to ricochet, I think. No, I would wipe the floor with it. (laughs) (laughs) And so basically, they're having a nice little brother talk here. Lex is spilling his feelings and his situation going on with Helen. Of course, Clark is here probably just hanging with Lex, but of course they're talking it out. And he's probably telling us, like, I mean, you've you've been dating her a while now. Maybe, like, maybe it's not what it looks like. Uh, why don't you try to get her side of the story? I did. Why don't you try asking her? I did. Why don't you try seeing what she said? I did. <laughs> uh, yeah, Lex did do all of that. And once again, to let Lex doesn't even, and that's why he needs to get it together here. Lex, you're right. Stand up for yourself because guess what? She didn't answer the question. She Look, turned man. everything that you asked into another question. The thing was, though, benefit of the doubt, man. Benefit of the doubt, yeah. So you said my father paid you to break up with me, and you happened to say I don't want to do that, don't pay me, but then you had the money taken into your bank account, it was deposited, and now you're breaking up with me, so in the end, I'm thinking, hey, I think you took my father's deal. (laughs) Oh no! It's because you spied doubt, on me. Benefit- you spied on me. Would you? Would you? No. Benefit of the doubt. <laughs> There's benefit no the benefit doubt. of the doubt. No, he has every right to be it's as true. weary it's as true. he is. He does. Yeah. And I love that he switches it over. So he's like, so now that the quarterbacks return, God, I love Lex. He still calls him the quarterback. He's like, looks like you're probably not as close as the one yard line with Lana. Okay, enough with the football references. Yeah, but, but- seriously, most quarterback careers don't last long. <laughs> 
He's amazing. He <laughs> hates Whitney. I'm, I'm absolutely positive. He hates Whitney, bro. But Clark is, to his credit, trying to play cool years. Like, I'm not even worried about that. Instead, I just think he's been acting really bizarre ever since he's returned. It's very weird. And, of course, Lex thinks, maybe it's PTSD. I mean, a lot of soldiers went through that. I had, I had some employees go through that as well. So He was in training for six months. <laughs> PTSD. <laughs> you think he maybe his platoon was doing something to him, dude? Oh, my God. But either way, his employees did receive that after the tornado in Smallville, where he then sought after a psychiatrist, where it helped. So oh Clark says, God. guess what? Maybe they could help Whitney. He says, I'll, I'll look try to schedule it. him yeah. something this week. And so we go to Whitney, the topic of discussion. <laughs> and since, of course, he just bashed the brains out of a fellow soldier, he is now, is now Mrs. Foreman as a hostage in her own house. And you know what he's demanding from her? She he's is. demanding to know what is my favorite radio station. I need to have it on the radio when I go and pick up Lana. It's got to be perfect. People need to know I'm Whitney and I'm listening to his radio station. Um, hey, Joseph. Oh, hey, look, that's a different radio station you have on. Oh, yeah, I guess my mom used my car. Hey, look, Joseph, I just figured out a way around the issue of not being able to, you know, know the radio station. <laughs> it's a lot of dumb decisions. <laughs> well, I just want that. Or just dumb processes of thinking, but yeah. Well, when I get in the car, what is the radio station that has to be on? Mrs. Foreman, Go! Well, it was it was some rock station. I don't know what it is. It's it's something. I I don't know. I think there's a I think there's a sticker on one of your old school books. I don't know. Please, 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 dude. This is so sad. This is traumatizing. This is very traumatizing. And even Mrs. Foreman's like, "Who are you? You're not my son." Uh, and of course, oh, he whips out the duct tape. Lex is <clears throat> gonna need to get his psychiatrist from Mrs. Foreman to pretty much move in with her. And it's because someone rang the doorbell. Someone rang the doorbell. He shut that. He taped that mouse shut. And hey. he goes, and he goes up to Clark. And Clark just showed up to about the, the therapy. He's like, hey, dude, before you left Smallville, we had an understanding. It's like, you're acting crazy. I'm worried hey, about you. You know what I would do in this situation right away before I even ring the doorbell? I'd probably X-ray through the house. Hmm. I already don't trust the person. Why am I not X-raying through the home? What is, what am I missing? Why do I have x-ray no, if I'm not going to... No, no, I'm not going to go with that. I'm no. going with that. No, no, no. I'm no. suspicious Because you're a pervert and you're going to x-ray no matter what. No matter what house so you're So you're just saying to. I'm different. Yeah. Because no matter what, I, I agree. No, no, hold on. Taylor, I'm agreeing with you. We all have agreed that when you get powers, you are a villain and you're going to do whatever <laughs> you want. But x-ray is the villain? How can x-ray be a villain? No, you could... Well, are you serious? Just because I would use it at all times? Yeah. <laughs> I don't understand. It's perfectly fine that he doesn't use it yet. Because what triggers him to use it is the most logical thing. Well, no, it's not logical at all. Because Clark is trying to just help Whitney here. And Whitney's reaction is, get the hell away no, from yeah, me. Yeah, he's like, I'm trying to help you out. And he's like, no, this is your way of breaking me and Lana, blah, blah, blah. You always had secret crimps. I know you do. He's like, dude, this has nothing to do with Lana. You just need help. He's like, stay out of my life, Clark. I don't want you in my life. And he shoves him. Are you serious? That's Just, not going to make him prompt him like, 
Oh, that's not a good enough reason. You're so stupid. <laughs> that's so not stupid. a good enough. I reason. hate you. I know you're fucking with me right now. <laughs> I know you're messing with me. No, because he shoves him. Whitney shoves Clark to the ground. Obviously, that shouldn't happen. Whitney is a human. We have Clark, the superhuman. Uh, Clark is like, what the hell's happening? That shouldn't happen. And he X-rayed, and he sees. The glowing green bones. Mm-hmm. And who had the glowing green bones? We finally get the the reveal. Whitney is Tina Greer, the shapeshifter. Tells Mrs. Foreman to shut up, stop crying. <laughs> My God, has she not? She has tape over her mouth. Mrs. Foreman, I am so sorry for How do you tell everything. someone to shut up who has tape in their mouth? Okay, Tina is pretty evil in this episode. Very. This and- is... This is way up the scale from the last time we saw her tina has truly lost her entire sense of any type of how a normal person should react to certain emotions you know it's crazy too we even got clarity of where she was this whole time because remember in x-ray we did not know where she went no it was we thought she just like broke her back or something and she was taken away and that's all they even showed and Mm -hmm. yeah exactly we were curious on where she was able to win but we do get that explanation here what I still am a little bit confused with with Tina is that she knows Lana. She saw Whitney around her. Yeah. I don't understand, and maybe you can help me here, the obsession with Clark. What is it? And that's why I'm at, because I felt like, yeah, it may have hinted on it on her episode where they were going back and forth and Clark ended up defeating her, sure, but... I don't know if that's enough for her to obsess of Clark. If she's going that hardcore with the Whitney impersonation, obviously she's going to have to deal with Clark being around. So you would think she would have to accept it versus every other line, Clark, it's because Clark. She would have had to have at least set herself emotional-wise to not do that every five seconds. To be able to pull off the lie. Look, dude, obsession can make you crazy, bro. Okay. So next scene, we're finally opening up to, I guess, the article of the... Oh, yes, the torch is where we are at. But we are opening up to the article where... Joseph, did you know that Whitney was the only person in Smallville history to join the army? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, because... uh, What does it say? Smallville's favorite son returns. Smallville's... Favorite son returns. He wasn't going to college. Remember that. Nope. He lost his scholarship. Yeah. And why? His dad decided to die. <laughs> no, that's not why he lost his scholarship. Sorry, he decided to get sick. Wait, no. He lost his scholarship before oh. his father got sick. No. Yeah. Because he was he lost it because of his grades, and his grades yes. were dropping because his dad was sick. He kept working at the store, cover shifts. Boom. Roasted. Okay, okay, okay. Hold on, (laughs) hold on, hold on. I just want to get you on record here on what you're saying. You're saying that Whitney did not lose the scholarship, that it was more of a family crisis going on that then caused him to lose it. But it wasn't his own doing. Like, you feel bad, right? No, I don't feel bad. Oh, anyway, so... He he never deserves a scholarship. Damn it! See, I'm just I'm wanting you to feel bad for the man. I feel bad for his dad. That's that sucks. Yeah, Mrs. Foreman gets it all. Yeah, and then now you know what? No, yeah, we're gonna bring it back up. Mrs. Foreman, this is not no, we're not talking about Whitney anymore, bro. All right, well, going back to now the Scooby Doo gang, how where they are talking about what's going on. Clark just came in with the news to Pete and Chloe. Said, "Yo, I think Whitney's Tina Greer." 
he immediately <laughs> just throws it down as and then walks away as he if dropped he had a the mic, bro. Yeah. He literally dropped the mic. He just went in there. He's like, "Yo, so um, I think Whitney's Tina Greer." And it's like beating Chloe, but look, I'm like, where did you get that? It's like how he did the bloodhound joke or whatever. Well, and Chloe's even confused because she goes, "Well, that's actually impossible because how she, convenient this happens." She died two weeks ago because she committed suicide, apparently. And I was planning on writing an article about it for some reason because that's what the high school students want to read. Yeah is cool story former student suicide by paint thinner lit herself on fire hereditary yeah i really hope that the principal does not allow that article to be published uh it's facts so remember he said as long as you can prove it what do you mean oh but she can't prove it where's the body she can go see it well apparently can you explain what happened to the body oh yeah i guess you did with your hereditary <laughs> <laughs> well yeah so the the body was on fire and then of course clark's over here asking if the dental records were checked and uh by the way clark is the one that they i'm like this man is learning Chloe looked at him like huh you know it's funny though she mentioned um what makes you think it's the mighty morphin power girl obviously power rangers reference there but power girl you know allison mack played power girl in public enemies what that doesn't make any sense to me. Oh, are you talking about voice? Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. It's animated. Public Enemies. Oh, Batman and Superman. For some reason, I was envisioning real life, and I was like, Joseph, you know that's impossible, right? <laughs> <laughs> and so, yes, yeah, girl, I would imagine the voice, Public Enemies. I love the animation. That is actually a great movie where it's everybody turning against Superman and Batman, and Lex Luthor makes the law because he is president, saying we need, I think he's just wanting to arrest him to breathe. Yeah, he just, just wants, he just wants to arrest him. Two least favorite people in the entire <laughs> world. He's like, let's make and it turns enemies. In, and it turns into a John Wick movie. Pretty much. Yeah. They're literally just trying to fight off everyone. It's exactly right. Great right. movie. But yeah, Allison Mack did the All right, but Allison Mack, Power Girl. Interesting. Oh, but yes. So, lit a match. Car's held on fire. Clark is the one to be able to ask about the dental records where Chloe and Pete says, look at each other. This guy knows what he's talking about. Pete and Clark are now walking down the hallway, and Clark says, guess what, Pete? I got to tell you about something, though. She knows about my abilities. She knows about my weakness, and Pete is essentially, actually, dude, you better be looking out, all right? because she's going to be coming up here yeah, pretty like, soon. Yeah, you got to worry now. And then, of course, they're talking about how Lana has the necklace back, of course, and he's like, we got to go let Lana know, or we can't let her find out. It's like, find out about what? And uh, Clark just drops the bomb again. Yeah, Whitney's Tina Greer, Lana. Why would you say that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why would you say that, Clark? He doesn't even hide it because he's so excited that he figured it out. You know why, Lana? You just have to believe me. This is just insane. Uh, you know what, Lana? I'm going to agree with you here. I'm yeah. going to agree with you right now that, yes, this is insane. You should probably not believe him. You know, and we finally got confirmation, too, that Tina was in the psychiatric hospital this entire time. Um, I think she should probably have been put down. I think they should have. How did Bro, she Bro, you know they were experimenting. Hold on, hold on. Why would you not experiment? Hold on. That's what I mean. How is she at a psychiatric facility? How is she not in some type of doctor's laboratory getting she, tested? At Belle Reve? Yeah. 
Why isn't, why wasn't she somewhere there? Yeah, this time, that doesn't make sense. She should not have been in that facility. Who ordered that? <laughs> <laughs> Who knows, bro? Either way, Clark, I know it's going to be a lot of pressure. You just have to believe me. Pete, uh, just be with Lana till I get back. Lana, trust me, Lana is so furious. Yeah, well, you already can tell something's wrong with Lana here. And then even Pete's like, notices, hey, but that freak is dangerous, Lana. Like, and I know. And starts <laughs> kicking him in the face. Roundhouse kick. Kicks him towards the locker. Pete is on the ground looking at her, not even trying to leave, going, what's going on? Lana's lifting this man with one arm. And Pete obviously puts it together. You're Tina. And then Tina decides to throw Pete against the locker straight on his head, the top of his head. And Pete's eyes are open and his head is bleeding. I am 99% sure Pete is now dead, ladies and gentlemen. We are never seeing him again. I'm pretty sure he probably broke his neck. Um, Lana then says, who are you calling a freak? Walks away. Next scene. However, I have to do a quick pause because, Joseph, I have a theory that wasn't Tina. That was really <laughs> Lana. And she was finally taking out Pete. Bro, why would she? Why would that be Lana? Just know, on record, we did not see her change into those clothes. And we did not see her change into Tina. So for me, I would say that is Lana. Lana may have just, you know, gotten some of the Nicodemus flower. Maybe had a little bit of an ability rubbed off on her. Where she saved the flower, bro. Is that your theory? Where it just gave her a little bit of an adrenaline rush to allow her to lift up Pete. Pete's smaller than her, too. So she could probably lift him up easily. I'm going to believe this. I'm going to say that wasn't Tina. That was Lana. She just wanted to take out the problem. It's a very stupid theory. <laughs> so you have no proof. <laughs> All because we didn't see her dress like her. Listen, you know what? I want to go to Clark going to Mrs. Fordman's house. Whatever, dude. Whatever. Dumb theory. Debunked, bro. No. No. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah. Clark is at Mrs. Fordman's house. He seriously needs to stop breaking into places. Yeah, he's uh, just breaking and entering. He didn't even do x-ray vision there. Dude. Bro. He immediately tries knocking, just breaks open the door. And so he finds Mrs. Foreman trapped here, obviously, with the duct tape and tied to the chair. And she's convinced, obviously, it's not her son. That girl's a monster. Clark asks, oh, well, do you know where she went? I don't know, but I know that's not my son. I can't get away from that killer or that freak. Either way, we're cutting out to the next scene. Where it's Whitney coming inside of the Talon, shoving Lana into a corner and says, I finally got it. Yeah. (laughs) Stop working real quick. You want to marry me? (laughs) This is the sweetest proposal I can come up with in 30 seconds. This is what I mean. This is what I mean here. Why is Tina, this is lazy. Why is Tina freaking out this way? You're playing nothing safe. You are just (laughs) going for it as if she's automatically going to accept it. Yeah, um, she's clearly an idiot, Taylor. I don't know if you got that. No, I didn't. She's pretty dumb. I thought Tina was smarter. She she disguised herself as Lex Luthor in her first episode to rob a bank. That was at least smarter than what she's doing here. You had a great plan. You're executing it horribly. 
Dude, she's pretty dumb in this episode. I don't know. Maybe the first time she came around, I don't know. Maybe the psychiatric ward made her crazier. But Tina did figure something out, though. I finally understood why you didn't want to be or why you didn't want to move in together. <laughs> so now that I'm proposing it, we it'll can be get legal, <laughs> Lana. It'll be legal. We can get eloped. I'm 20. You're 15. I have looked up the laws. I've got it all figured out. This is disturbing. Bro. <laughs> so look this is a theory of course that tina is definitely like i feel like she's identifying as male at this point because she wants to be with lana so it has to be a man no yes 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 for sure for sure okay because she keeps transforming into different males and only lana it's never anyone else males and lana so before though she would disguise herself as females mm, that's true and the first episode to your point, though, mm. this is not normal Tina because this is what I even bring up with her plan now. She's gotten crazier where now something has just put her entire focus on strictly Lana where there is no other person where to your point of what you just made, she only wants to be a man because she knows she can only be with Lana. <laughs> yeah, dude. She only wants to be with Lana, so it has to be a man that's around her. Total lesbian. Uh, yeah. Is it, though? I don't know. Could he even be transgender? I don't know. Is it? <laughs> Could it be and anything you want? Anything. Could it be a Smurf? Actually, can she transform into animals? Like Animorph? <laughs> yeah, she, go from Tina to a gerbil. Oh, you mean like that girl that would transform into a horse? <laughs> Oh my god. Do half she, horse. What if she just transformed into Lana's horse and she, Lana, Okay. And Lana just rode her. Right. <laughs> oh am I missing something? Dude, she go horseback riding forever with her? Forever. Just be eating slop and some hay. <laughs> Would she be a male horse or a female horse? Whatever Lana wants you to be. <laughs> that is what you are. That's the point. Oh, what a good one there. That's a what if scenario. That's a great what one. What if Smallville. You know what? We're going to write that down. We got to make these episodes. <laughs> and so, yes, back to the amazing idea of Tina asking Lana to marry her. So, it's like... It, it'll be your ring, and and it's going to be legal. Come on, so, Lana. My mom got married when she was 16. Okay, what year is this? <laughs> what is going on? Are we on? not in the 2000s? Yeah. Is this Smallville rules? What is this? Is this like farmer rules? Where are the brothers? Get them in here. Tell <laughs> yeah, they, me what the farmer rules are. Yeah, I don't, I don't get what the deal is here. And it's like, of course, Lana's just saying, I'm sorry, I can't accept it. And are we finally getting the reveal here of, oh, why not? Dude, we broke up. <laughs> she finally admits, Whitney, um, you know that video letter that I've been saying that I sent you? Well, guess what? We broke up. This has been like too much. And I don't think that I'm able to handle this. Whitney is like, this is all because of Clark. <laughs> is this about Clark again? Why? Why are we going back to that, Tina? Dude, 
Because Tino just wants some Clark, bro. And the thing is, it could even be, and this is why it's silly to me, if she thinks that, why doesn't she then just go and try to kill Clark first and then try to take over as Clark? Yeah. She's, her plan. She could do this in a very calm way. Yes. Nothing has to be and she freaked he, out. And you know, of course, as Whitney, he's practically just yelling at her. Yeah. Don't lie to me. Tell me right now. Look me in the eye. And then he goes, You don't have feelings for Clark. And Lana does look away. Well, Lana does walk away and he goes, I'm sorry that happened. Okay, this is what an abuser does, Whitney. <laughs> this is a bad hey, I'm sorry, I blacked out. <laughs> oh my god. So whatever I said is I'm sorry. And but I'm gonna I'm gonna leave now. But can I have your necklace? <laughs> I would love to have your necklace. Hey, just to remember you by. So, can I have your dead parents' necklace that they gave you that you treasure more than life that I didn't, and I gave it to somebody else and lost it because I didn't care about it? Can I have that necklace, Lana? No, 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 no. She sent it to him, so it's his. It was sent back. At but, what point are you finally going to say this guy doesn't deserve this necklace because he's just going to lose it? <laughs> no, this no, is no. twice now. He this didn't twice. lose it. How are you going to lose it if you go missing? That's because uh, they sent your belongings back. You know where the necklace was? What if I said I didn't have it? You know where it was? You would have said no. You know what that's called? Lost. Mm, maybe so. But... Um, I think he's just gonna go off the fact. Hey, remember when you gave it to me? It's mine now. Can I have it? Um, I just and this is where I'm trying to understand Lana's point of view, Joseph. But I, I just can't, cause sure, it means a lot to me. But you can have it because <laughs> it belonged to my dead parents, and that's why I want you to have it. Cause it really, it really should belong with me. But that's why I want you to have it because I'm nice. I can't wait for an ex-boyfriend to have this necklace that I'm always going to think about. And even as like he holds it in the hand, she's like, shit, why did I do that? Yeah. It's like, I should want to back it right now. Right now. All right. So we are now cutting to the next scene here. Oh, the barn. We're at the Kent barn. But guys, something's up. John's actually working on something. And he seems to be screwing something in as if he knows what he's doing. Yeah. So something's not making sense to me where it's after hours, he's working hard, he's actually fixing something, and he doesn't need Clark's help nor asking for it. Something's not right here. Yeah. I smell something. Mm, what do you smell? <laughs> what do you smell? You I know, smelled something too. I what smell. did you smell? I smell Tina. Ooh. <laughs> Do you think she showers? Where's she showering She at? doesn't shower. Oh, bro. There's no way she's not smelling up the place. Tina reeks. There is no way she showers. Ooh, great question. So whenever she transforms into the person, yeah. is her hair shampooed like the person? Is it automatically clean or does Tina need a shower? <sighs> I think, dude, I think she's a dirty little... <laughs> I think she needs to shower. Anamorph over there. <laughs> dirty, rotten Anamorph. God, she might as well transform into a horse. <laughs> For real. Um, and so, of course, at that point, we figure out that Clark was going in there to talk to his dad, John. John was working on something. 
And so as they're talking about, like, you know, oh, we're, you know, any idea where Tina is now? Well, I was like, no, no idea. And, and what does what John do? John starts staring at that kryptonite necklace because there's only one person that could have that at this point. Who could that be? Whitney, a.k.a. Tina, because they just left with it from Lana. And Lana basically killed Clark. Oh, hey, quick question. How did she get John's clothes? Hmm. <laughs> I question how she gets anyone's clothes. <laughs> how does she have multiple outfit outfits for Whitney? Because he's been here for a while already. For different occasions, too. Wait, wait, wait. He just went to his closet. He tricked his mom. You think a lot of his clothes are still there? Yes, of course. Are you kidding me? Still fitting? Well, she can fit it, I guess, into anything. And, and yeah. Joseph also, too. That mother is so crushed. She didn't touch anything in that room. She hasn't been in that room <laughs> since he left. She needs to burn the house down. She needs to move away forever. She's burn the house down with the urn, with all the pictures. And the blood that's now on the floor. <laughs> she might She might go with the house, bro. <laughs> so John here knocks out Clark, and it's obviously Tina, throws him into the cellar where yes. the ship usually is the hiding spot here. And Tina is like, the meteor shower must have done something to you, yeah. which is why you have your abilities. So it's not her questioning how is Clark able to do these things? Why is he weakened by this rock? Instead, it's, oh, just like me, you have abilities. So there's really no questioning. I kind of like it because sure, Tina's dumb, but it also doesn't, it, it would make sense. It's like, oh, it's something that affected us both. It probably has something to do with like maybe how to stop you. Whatever. Exactly. But guess what? I didn't mean to kill Lana last time. Now that I have thought about it. It was my greatest mistake. <laughs> okay. Okay. It was my greatest mistake to ever attempt to kill Lana. Why? And that's where my other question with Tina comes from. I get that where these obsession with Lana comes from, but also... You did try to kill her. Couldn't you, like, try someone else? Why couldn't you become obsessed with Chloe or something? She's kind of an idiot because why would you not even use this ability to go date someone famous? Or yes, be someone or famous? Or be somebody famous. You can just go and kill that person. She just wants the idiot talent owner, the 15-year-old. <laughs> the 15-year-old. From Smallville. She wants... Likes Clark, the local idiot. She wants... <laughs> <laughs> she wants to jump through so many legal hoops as a 20 year old to move in with the 15 year old that it is it worth it there's no way the juice is worth the squeeze <laughs> you know it's not surprising that clark is not just wanting to have whitney stay and just be with lana and just be cool because he's clark cuck kent now you know <laughs> he'll watch exactly yeah why couldn't you just be calm? And, and Tina, of course, is explaining her old devious plan to Clark here. It's like, you know, I'm never going to do that again. I'll do anything for Lana. Now I know the perfect person to be for her. You. You got the perfect life, Clark. You got the perfect parents. You got the perfect life. Once again, changed into John and then now changed into Clark. Man. Why didn't Tina's the man. Why didn't she like it's more take, like Tony now? Why didn't she like take Clark's clothes like right there? Why didn't she just do that? That's sexual assault. Why? What? Because <laughs> she would be able to dress like him, so then she wouldn't smell like somebody else. Hmm. 
That's what I mean. She, how far is she I'm not like convinced go? about the smell thing because she's going to smell like shit regardless. <laughs> There's no way, no matter whose clothes she I takes. I need somebody to answer these <laughs> questions. <laughs> and so the next scene at the talent, we have honestly a scene that just doesn't really matter. Yes, it does because we're finally going to have over this. the conversation. No, you're not. You're going to love this. We have the conversation with Lex and Dr. Bryce where they are now getting clarification of exactly what happened. They are now getting into, I guess, why she would do it, why he would accuse her. They are talking about their feelings. Lex wanted to know her side. She said, why would you then interrogate me then? Lex says, Helen, no. You know what? I'm glad this happened, Lex, because it finally showed me who I was really dealing with. You know, I've done some pretty stupid things in my life, but this could possibly <laughs> win the Nobel Prize of Do you stupidity. see how this sucks? I fell for someone who never really existed. It is so cringe. What it's are you talking about? That was so good, dude. No. And Lex just stands there and just eats it like the man he is. It's like, just clenching his jaw real tight. Like, damn, that's a bad bitch. What? <laughs> <laughs> As she walks away, just roasting him in the talent in front of everyone. Yeah. Also, um, they did that in front of everyone. Yeah, and he just got embarrassed. Everybody would be laughing and talking so much shit behind his back. All right, so now we're going to talk about something really cool. We got a little interesting scene here. Dude, the next scene here is back to the cellar with Clark here with the necklace wrapped wrapped around and his spaceship starts to glow bright i don't know if that's white or blue or i think it's blue. all the color spectrums you got purple even in there too yeah it's like very bright it's glowing it looks like it's activating and so all of a sudden it shoots this ray of light that's clearing out the kryptonite it's literally removing the green it's now clear on the necklace and now there's like a green hue on the spaceship as it fries out See, and my whole thing, okay, so I was a little confused and I went back and forth here because I agree where it looked like that the ship was pushing it out, but I also thought at the end that meant that the ship actually sucked it in, yeah. meaning that it would suck in any harmful matter, any harmful thing that would cause damage to the child that was inside of the ship, a.k.a. Clark. So I love this type of aspect of the ship, no matter what, is protecting itself but also protecting the cargo. I actually thought this made sense perfectly. Mm -hmm. And it was a very nice scene to be able to see the ship finally come back into the light because once again, after having a big moment at the end of season one, it's been thrown to the side here. Yeah, and it's the second time, of course, that it comes to the rescue for Clark, actually. And if you were Clark and that rock immediately turned into like a diamond, you would probably break away like right away, right? To yes. try to go save the day. I have your you same would, thoughts on that, you buddy. Would, <laughs> okay, but we let's get to the next scene here where we have Tina sniffing Lana's panties. Yeah, that's what I wrote down too. <laughs> She's sniffing all her clothes. And how and how would <sighs> What? I don't know why What are you talking about? So Lana was in it's the shower like, walking out and Instead of Tina being caught with the panties, it's Chloe. Instead, it's Chloe. How is you, Lana, the other local idiot of the town? (laughs) Huh? Just do not realize that this is not every... If everyone's acting weird, it should be completely obvious something is wrong. 
And it's like, Chloe's over here what in her room, invasion, invasion of privacy. You know, Chloe don't like that shit. Well, and it's weird that Lana just completely buys into it. And Chloe's just sitting there, Tina. Oh, I just came in to borrow some socks. Ha ha, no big deal. Hey, yeah. what's going on? These socks smelled clean, so <laughs> I was just going just gonna to leave. Thanks for the socks, Lana. Lana says no big deal, and Tina once again starts bringing out to the conversation about this evening. But what does she jump to? It's like, um, what? Doesn't she? What, what does she ask about Clark? Because she brings up Clark. Yeah, no, no. She jumps to Clark, just saying, "Oh, so now that you and Whitney are not going to be together, I guess you and Clark can now be together. <laughs> Isn't that what you've always wanted? Come on, Lana. It's obvious you two belong together." Lana is completely bothered by this sh- red because flags. it's Chloe saying it, and it's like, why would Chloe say that? Um, I just love it because Chloe's looking serious at her, where Lana is like, okay, why is everybody starting to do this around me? I should start questioning things and believing Clark. Yeah, yeah. Remember, yeah. because Clark's right half the time. Yeah, you mean every time? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Always there for her. Hasn't betrayed that trust in three months, we've discussed. Yeah. Yeah, that's three months. So a quarter of the year, this man has been showing you loyalty. Wait, three months? Yeah, it's quarter, right? Yeah, three months. Yeah, yeah, see, I got that at the top of my head. That's what I do. Dude, chill, bro. Okay, so yes, going back to the conversation between Lana and Chloe. She even points out, like, I'm surprised you would say that given your past history. And Chloe's just like looking at her why would you want to play matchmaker and with at her, us she's like about to lick her lips um, and she literally touches lana and i'm sorry this is not the red flag uh, like the super red flag she is smelling her now i don't want it to be this way lana don't be so mad at me <sighs> <laughs> yo method acting um, by the way, that's not method acting. That's real life. <laughs> that is a real life. I thought this whole scene, I was like, okay, well, I know how she recruits. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. Yeah, you're kind of right. You're kind of right. It's And Lana's even like, and Chloe just says, This is the real Chloe, everybody. <laughs> Sorry. And just what? checks her out. Where Lana just says, "Okay, no big deal. I'm just gonna why, turn why around." Why saying, "Get out of my room"? Why would Lana turn around? She practically dropped the towel at that point. She just came up behind me and started smelling me and touched my shoulder. And now I'm gonna turn around again as if it's not a big deal. She wants something to happen. Oh yeah. <laughs> Cutting to the next scene. <laughs> oh darn. <laughs> hey. Joseph, you remember what we said uh, about 30 seconds ago here? Mm -hmm. About how if I got that kryptonite sucked out, I would immediately get up and go save the day. Yeah. Instead, Jonathan has to open up the storm cellar, run down the stairs to see Clark, says, hey, Clark. Just now getting up. What are you doing? Yeah. How do you know Clark's down there? Damn it, Clark. Both you and your mother love taking naps in this cellar. (laughs) And so Clark runs out. He's got to go. He showed dad. Oh, hey, look at the green rock. It's now white. <laughs> go do with it, you know, with it what you will. John then shines the light at the ship, and he's like, oh, it was glowing a little bit. It looks like it's <laughs> steaming. Ooh. And so, yeah, now we're going to the Talon where Clark's heading to. Oh. But we have 
I believe this to be Tina Clark. This is Tina Clark. Yeah. He's like, hey, Lana, sorry, did I scare you? <laughs> no, I just wasn't expecting to see you so late. Uh, Anyone this late, bro. S- no, she was looking for him. No. Nah. Hey, Lana, there's something I should tell you. When I saw you with Whitney, I realized that if I didn't act on my true feelings, I could lose you forever. Oh. Wow. Did someone put something in the Smallville water supply? Because everyone is acting so strange. I'm acting the way I should ever since we met each other. And she's like, Lana, I love you. And he goes in straight for the kiss. Sorry, she does. By the way, Lana is kissing back. Lana's kissing back. Lana is kissing back. Just like confused, wanting to push him off. (laughs) But it was also kind of weird. (laughs) It's like tag with the lips. Like, uh, maybe? Uh, 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 I don't know. Uh, You're it. Clark. Okay, we can do it. I'm about to be done with my shift. And then the real Clark comes in with his red and blue. That's how you know it's the real Clark, the red and blue. Lana then starts looking at both of them and says, Oh my God, is this real? I'm in heaven. (laughs) Two Clark kids? Hey, do you guys have some pipes that need repairing? (laughs) Because we're back with the plumber thing. Yeah, obviously. Squirting. <laughs> squirting from the pipes squirting from the pipes there's a lot of leakage a lot of leakage damn <laughs> what do you mean damn is this in all honesty is this kind of like a doctor this is the episode what is this like a doctor manhattan for her though for sure where she is kind of now envisioning whoa am whoa. i freaked out or am I freaked out for different reasons? Being, can I handle this? <laughs> I just need to get out of my comfort zone, you know? Remember, this is the danger zone. The splash zone. I mean, if I'm going to go for it, I'm going to go for yeah, it. Yeah, dude, you know? And it's like, now, what you know, what, what were your thoughts when you saw it? It's like, oh my god, he's arriving. It's two Clark Kent's. Lana's just, maybe she's interested. Maybe she's interested. But... I also love that we're still getting kind of the hinting that no matter what, Lana still has those feelings for Clark, where if he does make some sort of move, Lana will go for it. Sure, there may be some type of explaining, some type of conversation that may have to happen where she stops him, but the point is, she's going to do something back. Oh, yeah, for sure. She was kissing back, dude. Yeah, that's what I mean. She was into it. And she's like, I'll explain everything. And uh, yeah, of course, real Clark's like, that's Tina, dude. I told you earlier, bro, it's Tina. Because, of course, Clark's right. And this is kind of like a bad Superman versus good Superman. And he's like, remember, it's the guy who fixed your leaky drain pipe. Oh, you know what? He's like, oh my god, that's totally Clark. Uh, Now I know who that is. Stay away from me, you freak. Don't talk to me like that. And then smacks her into the pillar where she knocks herself out. Clark versus Clark. Here we go, yeah, ladies and gentlemen. Red jacket versus tan jacket. Now uh, it's like it's like when Mystique was Wolverine, dude. Exactly. This is going back to it. And I think they've done this in one of the Superman movies as well, if I remember correctly. Like evil, evil and uh, good Superman? Yes, I'm, I'm sure almost they positive yeah. they have done this. I can't remember which one it was, and it's throwing me off. Oh, man, the audience is going to hate us now. Oh, well. Oh, God, it's the original. Please don't hate me. Love me. <laughs> And so we have Tina just really just 
hitting Clark with the pipes. Oh, yeah. No, just going to town. Tina is completely owning. And that's kind of my point to you that I wanted to ask. So Tina having this kryptonite body and her just whooping on Clark's ass, wouldn't Clark not be able to do much because he would be weakened around her? Sure. I mean... I think I had this question the first time around, too. Yeah. I, I'm still going to bring this up because it just seems it's like the that. kryptonite bones, dude. The meteor rocks gave her strength. Well, Clark pretty much decides to kill Tina. Yeah, he no, he juked her. No, no, no. No, no, he juked her, bro. You can't be blamed for a juke. Uh, He knew that there was a spike right behind him where Tina lifts up a gigantic barrel says why won't you just die <laughs> and then starts charging at him clark according to you jukes her even though he knew the spike was behind she could not stop herself she then hits the spike she impales herself by the way look so much blood how is that gonna look from the outside perspective who don't know like is clark really just gonna say hey i yeah juke tina that's how she fell and tripped yeah she fell and tripped I, yeah that's what she did yeah, I I had I didn't push her. No. Hey, no, no, I no. I juked her. <laughs> yeah, I was like, you know how I'm good at basketball, right? <laughs> Pete, you know how I'm good at basketball, right? Speaking of Pete, where's Pete? <laughs> Speaking of Pete, remember last time? Hold on. When's the last time we talked by about way, him, Taylor? By the way, the oh, you mean when Lana, real Lana, <laughs> real Lana, Real Lana. Real, no, 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 no. Killed him. Tina. <laughs> Tina threw his his head at the locker and practically broke his neck. He hasn't been heard of. Yeah. Spoken about. What? Yeah. No word on Pete. Why would we talk about Pete? He's yeah. dead. <laughs> That's why there's no need to talk about him anymore. Yeah, we're more worried about Whitney Because right now. now we have bigger issues. That's right. That's let's right. go back to your point. I want to bring this up still. So Clark <laughs> now is having to explain the Tina thing. His only witness on, like, the basketball would have been Pete. Maybe. Pete's now dead. Mm-hmm. So if <laughs> Pete's dead, there's no witness. Whitney's dead. I'm not sure who's going to be able to explain being like, oh, yeah, Clark has done some basketball in his life. Go find that one guy Whitney had as his partner. Pretty sure Clark's going to jail. <laughs> yeah, he's going to jail. And... And of course, the next scene after that, that of course, Tina dies and says, take care of her as her last words. Those are the last words of Whitney's as well. So you're saying, was that really Whitney that said that or was it Tina? Ever since then? Ever since then. What if Tina... What if Whitney... That's a better theory. Ooh, so we got to find out. Maybe Tina replaced him after he overdosed on the kryptonite tattoo. What? That's there, what happened. No, that's, that's way too happened. far back. You're stupid. No. Okay. Well, then tell me the episode that she replaced him. What? It could have been easily just at any point after that Greyhound. Like, could have been right after, bro. What if she was spying all along, trying to elaborate something like, "This is the perfect time to become Whitney." Yes. Okay. I like the animorph idea. She was always Lana's horse. <laughs> okay. <laughs> It's like Ron with the the hamster and the family. <laughs> yeah, same thing. Scabbers. Tina was Tina was Lana Scabbers. So we go to the Ken house now, and it's been they, informed now that of course that the reason that a soldier had come to the Fordman house, he was letting them know that they had found Whitney's body. He's dead, and they of course asked, "How is Mrs. Fordman doing?" And they should 
have said something because she is not okay. She's not okay. There is no way she's going to be okay. I am more interested to see what happens to her story because I don't think we're ever going to hear from her again, which scares me. Yeah, and it's like, <laughs> what? She has the most... Tra- if she turned into a villain, it'd make perfect sense. Yeah, I want to see her then start whenever they finally tell her, hey, so your son died. She then goes to the floor where the blood is still there. She wipes the blood off the floor and then wipes her mouth and then starts laughing. And then finally, we have a Flashpoint Joker brought in through some type of dark crisis event into the Smallville universe. I think we can make this work. <laughs> what do you think? You, you're, you're in? I think I'm kind of in. <laughs> All right, so we're ending that scene, though, with Jonathan and Clark looking out the window, and we got the awkward stare of John putting his hand on his shoulder. Oh it's going to be okay, son. I wish I wish I would know if I had courage like Whitney did. Yeah, you're only feeling this way because Whitney is now dead. Before, when you didn't know this was Tina, that's right. You were throwing pouty fits. That's right. So there's no being able to go backwards to say, "Oh well, now I miss Whitney." Screw you, Clark. You're not gonna <laughs> fool me, you son of a bitch. And so yeah, the next scene is the hospital, and we get. The part that I truly don't care about. No, no, no. You love this scene. No, 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 no. This is the scene where they do a very dramatic apology between Lex and Helen Bryce. And they're at the hospital walking away from each other once again. Like, how weird would this look, bro? You're, you're, You're ahead of someone talking to them. And someone just keeps following them behind them, just talking to them. That's how they have their conversation down the hallway. This is very beautiful because Lex is now spilling his heart out, explaining to Dr. Bryce, when my mother died, I began to build a wall around my heart. (laughs) You know what, Helen? I'm ready to tear that wall down for you. Bro. Oh, are you? Are you really? Well, do you have another (laughs) (laughs) 100,000? I'll write the check right now. <laughs> I, I brought my checkbook. <laughs> I'm ready to make these sacrifices for you. I blew your dad. <laughs> that was the 100000 I was like, sure. As long as I don't have to have sex with you. We can move past this, Helen. I promise. <laughs> well, that was for All the- right, but my boy Lex is down bad right now, dude. He's like, you know... I've just never been able to tear that wall down. I just don't know how to. Can you show me? <laughs> show me how to tear the wall down. Help me, Helen. I don't want to become my father. And she's just staring. And she's trying to decide what should I do. And you know what? Helen decides to make a single choice. And that single choice is, I want to hold your hand. No, no, no. But this is this is the song we get to have playing as oh, they yes, hold their yes. hands and walk away. Yeah, very fitting. And now we are cutting to Gears of War. (laughs) And we are about to murder. (laughs) Yeah, so we get that in the background. And it's like, what is happening? Why, 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 Why is that 
why is that going on? This song does not fit for me. I actually would have appreciated it last episode with Kyla during that sad moment. I would have, that's what I would have bought into so much more than this episode. Because now what we are doing is we are cutting to a place that should have already been more a part of this world. The caves. The caves. Yes. That means Clark's been probably hanging out here the past couple month and a half, two months or whatever. And Lana is now walking into the cave. So what do you call this that she's doing here? Do you, are you saying that she is asking for forgiveness? Because now she is just spilling her heart out. Yeah, she's explaining how she has been an idiot. Thank goodness. You know, I appreciate this out of Lana because finally you've let up. You finally realize that you're just a moron. Yeah. And Clark is still trying to be the nice guy, saying, listen, it's not your fault. But Lana then explains what we have been saying. Listen, every time that I've gotten closer with somebody, something seems to happen. They leave. They leave me. And nothing ever seems to work except you. My parents, Nell, now Whitney. So you're saying your parents left you. Hmm. Yeah. I think they died. And don't act like that you liked your stepfather all of a sudden, Lana. We all know how you really felt. Because, by the way, your real father is alive. Why don't you go and hang out with him? Maybe he left too, bro. What, on vacation with his actual family that he loves? (laughs) (laughs) And so, yeah, Lana's spilling the guts. And I don't know how to really take it here to Clark. Because, of course, like, I know I haven't been a good friend but and of course Clark's like, no, you've been a great friend. It's like, dude, you're just saying that. I no, know you're uh, he he do no, you've been a great friend. Looks away. <laughs> he He's looked like, away. He you've been a great even... friend, Lana. No, what are you talking about? You've been so good. You've been great. But she does still continue the apology. No, I've doubted you. Everything that I've done, I've always turned against you, and yet you have still been there to always protect me. I don't care if you have secrets, Clark. You are the one good constant thing in my life, and I don't want to lose you too. Kiss her. This is where you kiss her. This is where we do it. We're going to kiss her. What are you doing? You're going for the hug. I didn't say hug, Clark. I said kiss her. What are you doing right now? And we're Stop just, just know we're still playing Mad World. I don't know Gary why Jules. we're playing Mad just World. Is Mad- somebody about to die with a chainsaw? Why are they playing Is it? there some type of gunfire that's about to occur? Why are we playing Mad World right now? Clark, kiss her. You just know, you kind of you kind of do feel bad for Lana here, though. You know? She just said, you're the one good thing in my life, Clark. I don't want to ever lose you. You don't want to lose me? Kiss me. <laughs> no, that's the worst time to do it, bro. Why? By the way, Pete's still dead. <laughs> well, Pete- we still didn't get word of what happened to Pete. Yeah, he's Concussion, dead. broken neck, <laughs> eyes, in the ground already. Eyes open, bled out of the head. He is dead. But seriously, you kiss her there. You well, it her. didn't happen, bro. And also, oh, by the keep, way, that we got to write the fact down is that she said, I don't care if you have secrets, Clark. Thank you. Thank you. That's why I said you kiss her now. Okay. Since you're okay with it, we can finally move past that. That was the only thing holding us back. She's just she's emotional, bro. That's Let's the kiss. emotion talking. It's nope. going to be brought it's up. Already, you already know it's, it's going to be time. brought up again. Why are you keeping secrets from me still, Clark? Clark, give me that tongue. Nope. Uh. Nope. <laughs> nope. Yes. Not going to happen. But then we rolled a credits there, ending on the Gary Jules Mad World and Kiss her. I guess the moment where Clark should have kissed her according to Taylor. We should have ended on Little Mermaid, kiss the girl. Sha la 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 la. Wow. Don't be shy. But yeah, so that's the end of that episode and um, wanna kiss the we girl. did make it a long one. 
course we did. That was great drama all the way around. <laughs> How am so. I supposed to ever miss out on this much high school drama? I hmm. eat this up. Last episode was a little depressing because we had the Twilight Wolves, and then we had Kyla, who seemed reasonable at first, but then changed her ways. And she died, so there's been a lot of emotional ones. I feel like Mad World would have fit with some of the other past ones. Even with the Ryan episode, it would have fit. The Mad World ending, it just doesn't work for me. It doesn't. You know what it should have been? should have been uh, uh, that Ditto song that Eminem sampled. Slipknot. No, Stan. Wait and Bleed. Okay. <laughs> you know what, dude? That's out of line. We shouldn't have done Stan. That's the same thing I have a problem with the Mad World. Nah. It's, it's too brilliant of a song for me to just put it on this. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I mean here. I'm not insulting your choice. I think it fits. I'm just saying it doesn't. This episode doesn't. It's not deserving. Maybe so. But yeah, we rolled at the end. You got anything more for that? No, I don't. Uh, we finally have the end, though, of season one winner of Best Power. I want to give that shout out one last time to Tina. I'll probably never talk about you again because you're dead, but I'm going to miss you. Yeah, I don't even know if we said her name, but it is Lizzie Kaplan that's guest starring as Tina, obviously. That's who. And of no, Janice. Janice. She's in Hot Tub Time Machine. Who? She's in a lot of stuff. Yeah, in Hot Tub Time Machine. <laughs> I'd fall in love with her. I would too. Yeah, um, easily the best. I was like, yes, I would stay here in this life. Yeah, I don't ever want to go back home. Hot tub who? Hot tub who? <laughs> so, yeah. And Next course- episode, though, we have probably one of the worst, but I'm excited because we are definitely going to make it a good time where we have thugs robbing the Luther Corp. Uh, it's going to be an exciting time. I can't wait to be held up at gunpoint. It's going to be like a Michael Scott. Mm. And look at the Vantage Point episode we have coming up on Suspect episode 13. It's going to be it's going to be like, oh, everyone could have had a motive. Detective time. Well, it says Jonathan is arrested. He did it. <laughs> All right, I don't even have to question anything. It was Martha. No, it Plot wasn't. Twist. Martha would never have left any evidence. Maybe so. Just too good. <laughs> Next week, catch us on Insurgents, episode 12. Thanks for sticking it out once again. We'll see you next week. He should have kissed her. <laughs>